In-depth news features from NHK World Japan. World War II Logbook's Global Journey for Peace Born of an impulse in 2016, the Logbook Project has now seen its World War II flight logbook pass through the hands of more than 200 veterans across the globe. It bears their signatures and stories, all serving as a reminder of the high price of peace. The average age of the signatories at the time they put pen to paper was close to 100. They served on both sides of the war across various fronts. Their number includes the author of the book that inspired the film Schindler's List, kamikaze pilots, female spies, survivors of death marches and nurses. The logbook, which has traveled the equivalent of seven times around the world, has a flight schedule that is managed by Nicholas DeVoe, an accountant residing on the Caribbean island of St. Lucia. It belonged to his father, Cyril, who served as a pilot in Great Britain's Royal Air Force. At the time, young men from British colonies like St. Lucia were recruited to support the war effort. DeVoe's father never spoke about the war after his military discharge. When DeVoe was 11, he stumbled upon the logbook in his mother's cabinet. The first few pages were filled with training details of maneuvers and missions in his father's impeccably neat handwriting. But DeVoe was most fascinated by the logbook's aircraft photos. That discovery sparked DeVoe's lifelong interest in the war's history and, in particular, fighter pilots. DeVoe tells NHK World, so much of what we live in now is shaped by the structures of post-World War II. Even now, we see that Russia is invading Ukraine over the issue of NATO and that came about from World War II alliances of nations. The project began in Japan. In 2016, DeVoe came across a news article about Harada Kaname, one of the last surviving Zero fighter pilots who took part in the 1941 Pearl Harbor attack. After the war, haunted by the guilt of killing people in combat, Harada became a peace activist. When a colleague was going to make a business trip to Japan, DeVoe asked him to take his father's logbook with him to get it signed by Harada. It took some convincing, but his colleague eventually agreed to help. DeVoe got in touch with Harada's family through a Japanese contact and they said yes. But Harada, 99, died before the logbook reached him. As fate would have it, however, U.S. President Barack Obama was visiting Japan at the time to deliver a speech at the Hiroshima Peace Memorial Park. The image of Obama embracing Hiroshima atomic bombing survivor Shigeki Mori prompted DeVoe to ask Mori to be the logbook's first signatory. Mori agreed. When the logbook finally returned to DeVoe in St. Lucia, the sight of Mori's signature deeply moved him. DeVoe says, here was a man who survived the atomic bombing. And I thought there must be other people out there like him with profound experiences of World War II that I can document. The power of a signature. DeVoe knew it would be a race against time to collect the stories. Through tireless research and recommendations, the logbook's pages began to fill up. DeVoe usually sends the book to a signatory and arranges for it to be forwarded to the next one. So for most of the time, the logbook is out of his possession. But in the age of the internet, why bother to send an actual book? Our whole world is so digital, says DeVoe. Everything is copied and pasted. But when you actually see someone's handwriting, that's something very personal and you know that they've held on to this book and gone through the names and learned about other stories, and it just makes it come alive. This is much more than my father's book, now this belongs to the whole world. Still, the logbook project isn't just paper-based. A supporter helped DeVoe set up a website, thelogbookproject.com, which tracks its journey, 
publishes the signatories' backstories and allows the global network of veterans to connect with one another. Visiting Tokyo, Logbook in Hand DeVoe got his first chance to visit Japan in November 2022 on a business trip to Tokyo. He brought the logbook to have it signed by more veterans. DeVoe's first stop in Tokyo was at a kendo dojo to meet 96-year-old Odachi Kazuo, a former kamikaze pilot. Kamikaze aviators formed a special military unit that carried out suicide attacks against Allied ships in the late stages of the war. At 16, Odachi joined the Imperial Japanese Navy's pilot training course and became a kamikaze pilot a year later, in 1944. He carried out eight missions, but every time his attempts to strike Allied aircraft carriers were thwarted by poor weather, engine trouble, or enemy pilots. His eighth and final mission came just before noon on August 15, 1945. As he was taxiing for takeoff, a groundman waved for him to stop. The emperor had just announced Japan's surrender. The war was over. His life spared, Odachi went on to become a police officer and kendo instructor. Going to war was wrong, says Odachi. Yet, I voluntarily signed up to fight in it. How naive I was. Even now, sometimes in my dreams I recall friends who died in the war. To understand more about Japan's wartime experience, DeVoe visited a museum dedicated to university students who were sent to the front lines during the late stages of the war. The Watatsumi no Ko Museum is run by Okada Hiroyuki, a 93-year-old academic. A high school student at the time, Okada lived through the U.S. bombing of Tokyo on March 10, 1945, which killed an estimated 100,000 civilians. Even though I was just a student, I was anti-war, says Okada. I knew this war had started with Japan's invasion of China. The international situation in the 1930s and 40s was very complicated, but there should have been a way to avoid war. To resignedly accept the war, to believe that war was the only way and that Japan was the highest culture in the world, was wrong. Understanding each other and each other's history and culture is very important. Okada's message in the logbook reads, We must strive to never start war. Ongoing wars must be stopped. Victors should not be proud. The defeated must regain their confidence. Remembrance and Reconciliation Reconciliation is another theme of the Logbook Project. The Logbook highlights the unlikely story of mortal enemies who went on to become friends. DeVoe had read about U.S. Air Force ball turret gunner Lester Schrank, whose B-17 bomber was nearly shot down by a German fighter pilot while on a mission over Denmark. After the pilot of the badly damaged B-17 signaled his surrender, the German pilot stopped firing and escorted them to occupy Denmark, sparing them from an icy death in the North Atlantic. Schrenk spent 15 months as a prisoner of war, and his brutal experiences included an 800-kilometer death march in freezing temperatures to escape the oncoming Soviet army. But he never forgot the German pilot who allowed his B-17 to land safely. Six decades later, when Schrenk got his first computer, he was determined to track down the German pilot so he could thank him for sparing his life. He eventually identified the pilot as Hans Hermann Muller and learned that he was still alive. He initiated contact through a letter and their correspondence resulted in an emotional reunion in Muller's hometown. The April 2012 event was extensively covered by the local media. They exchanged war stories and Schrenk presented Muller with a 50 caliber round he had found in 2008 at the site of his Denmark landing this time as a symbol of peace and friendship. 
Hans Hermann told Schrenk that when he saw the B-17 was badly damaged, he knew its crew posed no threat so he felt no need to shoot them down. Schrenk, now 96, told NHK World, it's very easy to hate the enemy. But in this case, like I said, he saved my life. So, it was very important for me to thank him for it. And it's very much a part of the healing process. Some people go through their whole life, never even mentioning what they went through. And I think it made my life a lot richer. Moved by their story of forgiveness and reconciliation, DeVoe got in touch with Shrink to share his story in the logbook. Unfortunately, Muller died before DeVoe could ask him to sign it. The logbook project has given veterans from both sides of the conflict a chance to revisit a painful chapter in their lives and, for some, to finally find closure. DeVoe says the logbook is running out of pages, but he will continue to compile stories online in the hope that history will not repeat itself. Xingli Tor NHK World Producer